listener production. Like some to die for yogurt on some perfectly soaked burger. Bad boys get all the yum yum. Yes. Yum yum good. Yum yum good. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. So, what is this about crowded house pulling out of the AFL Grand Final entertainment? Did you see this? I did not. What's going yeah, apparently, on? Well, uh, uh, former Collingwood president Eddie Maguire claimed there was a dispute over where the stage would be placed at the MCG. Yeah. And that was apparently what led to Crowded House pulling out, according to news.com.au. So that means eight weeks to go. I mean, hello, a kiss from a sandstorm. <laughs> I mean, we got snubbed from the Hottest 100 Like Aversions. Surely we can't get snubbed from the footy grand final as well. Because last time, when All Day pulled out a splendour, Boilermakers beat DJ Snorlax was just there in the drop of the hat and entertained the crowd. Maybe we need to put the hat in the ring. Well, okay, so what happened is last year, Robbie Williams did it, sent a stage on the ground itself, mm-hmm. okay? But that costs a lot more yeah. than putting the act on the stage in the crowd where Meatloaf did it once. And that has consistently <laughs> feel, gone I, down. I feel like... It, Anyone performing on the meatloaf stage, it's like building your house on a pet cemetery, you know? <laughs> it's it's <laughs> haunted from the past. <laughs> from the, yeah, so uh, so Crowded House, I think, have pulled out. Um, Don't really dream, it's over. Crowded well, House out of the grand final. Apparently, Kiss could end up being the, uh, from the a ones that they go with. Just the just oh. without a sandstorm. <laughs> Unless we put on a lot more makeup, kiss, because uh, they they're pushing for um for yeah their tour promoter is pushing for them to do it. So who knows who knows what how this will end? But all I'm saying is we are available. That's it. Give us a call. I might have seen the new CEO of the AFL in a cafe the other day. Maybe I'll keep Wait, hanging around there and ask him. Why is it always music halftime entertainment? Is music the only thing that's entertaining? Why not stand up? Why not a podcast? Hey, yeah. why, don't we, why don't we do a live podcast segment from the AFL Grand Final? I mean, we're entertaining, you know. I hey, entertain. I'm with you, man. We just get on there and play drop that coin in the middle of the Grand Final. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Imagine everyone trying to be quiet. Imagine enough. everyone playing. A hundred thousand people playing drop that coin. You tell me something that was more less entertaining than. Hey, I tell you what. I tell you what. For half of what you are going to pay, whatever <laughs> band. Yeah. Literally half of the money. How many, many millions you're going to give to some Robbie Williams-esque yep. performer. We will take half of it. And then we'll take half of that. And the winner of Drop That Coin gets the other half. Massive. Attendance through the roof. And don't tell me they tossed a coin at the start of the game. We know you got a coin there. We know there's one in the building. Yeah, it's not. You haven't made the the coin toss a you know a tap and pay situation yet, have you? Uh, it's the only place that you bloody use a coin these days. Start of the <laughs> AFL Grand Final. Anyway, um, should we do a show? Let's do it. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Alex, as we mentioned on last week's show. The idea of getting, you know, work done, cosmetic work done. And I'd never, I'd never thought about it really Mm. until, you know, suddenly you hit your mid thirties and you're like, sure, I could eat healthier and exercise (laughs) and change my lifestyle. Uh, Put sunscreen on. Or I could just 
go to some person <laughs> and get a little bit of liposuction. Like I was like, I, I really reconciled. I was like, what is it that I've, I've been resisting this whole, my whole life? Like, why do I feel like it's somehow cheating when really the advancements there, I don't, you know, there's so many other medical procedures that I don't think it would, uh, you know, somehow me cheating. So I was like, why don't I just do it? Yeah. I mean, I guess the thing is, is you don't, who, who are you doing it for? You're doing it for you. And if you're doing it for you, why are you doing it for you? Well, I'm doing it for me so that I look better for other people. <laughs> but I feel I mean, so crap about myself when I think about how <laughs> others perceive me. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, like, if you ask me, do I, would I need it? Absolutely not. Mm. And like, you know, it's the same as the hair thing. I really, for a while there, I was like, you know what? Why, why shouldn't I get hair plugs? But then mm. I was like, oh, really the big factor is... I just can't afford to go away from the family for, <laughs> you know, a solid two weeks unless I'm oh, actually yeah. making money instead of spending it on hair plugs. You're doing, you're doing the little uh, follicle tourism. Yeah. I mean, um, going, you know, catching that first class ticket on Turkish Airlines. <laughs> and I've gotten, I've gotten updates, by the way. We chatted to someone, Michael, yeah. on the podcast several you know, months ago, he got it done. He keeps, yep. he keeps sending the updates and it's looking good. I got to tell you. Raving about it. Yeah. I guess the liposuction or other way. The the only one I've thought of is like teeth whitening. I'm like, oh, I always yeah. go to the dentist. I'm like, and I brush, I'm really good at brushing my teeth. Never, never get it to that, um, that Logie's red carpet level. You know what I mean? That's why I don't get these invites. You know, one hack is you don't get your teeth whitened. You get your skin tanned. Damn. Maybe that's the problem. <laughs> there you go. I am so See, translucent. No. <laughs> you can either lighten one or darken the other. You know, they both have the same option. Um, but, I mean, apparently people, this there's a new trend right now um, in America, or actually I guess worldwide, that the amount of money that men have spent on Botox treatments mm. has risen 400% in the last 23 years. 400%. So I guess what, four times more people are doing it? Yeah. Four times more boys doing Botox. Is there and some sort know... of catchy name for this at all, Matt? Oh yes, that's right. Um, well, you've heard about Botox. Well, this is Brotox. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they talk about manscaping, I guess, which is just cutting hair for men. <laughs> mm -hmm. And would you do it? Would you do the boat? Would you do the Brotox? Well, the problem is, is if I got Brotox and I really liked it and got it heaps, I would be then ladicted. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh you know, that's, no. that's where the boy gets addicted to something. He's, he's ladicted to something. <laughs> addicted. I tell you what you wouldn't want to get addicted to. What's that? Scrotal tightening. Huh? You heard about that? I had it until then, and I don't think I need to hear any more. <laughs> I don't think I need any elaboration. elaboration. Okay. According to Forbes.com, where the headline is, is scrotal tightening really a new plastic surgery trend? Um, apparently, there's certainly there's, there's arguments that it's happening. Now, okay, I do need more information. What do they mean by tightening? 
Okay, so I would th- I thought it was just like an actual just you you inject some Brotox into it. Mm. Like I thought that that was just sort of one of the thing, and maybe it more plumps mm. it than um than tightens it. But no, apparently mm. it is uh, when a doctor surgically removes skin and soft tissue from what's often affectionately known as your ball sack. <laughs> that is what Forbes.com said. So is that to make it smoother or is it to raise it higher? Because I just think of the jackass um, old man where Johnny Knoxville plays an old man and he has uh, some a fake scrotal sack hanging out the bottom of his shorts. I mean, I think with everything, there's probably there's probably a medical need for it mm. um, in some instances. But I think also it is... This this article says are uh, presumably most often done primarily for aesthetic purposes. Well, that's the same as the labiaplasty, you know? It's, yep. it's just all these unrealistic standards. Everyone's different, you know? Well, that's it. You know, you turn on the internet, you're seeing these guys going forever with their... You know, like, geez, that's as smooth as a pomegranate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Damn. And you look down in your, and in your lap, you've got some little pug's face. You're like, okay, I need to do something. A little about dried this. apricot down there. <laughs> so, I don't know. Maybe it's time to jump on board. <laughs> you know, this, the Brotox, the, the bandwagon, everything. <laughs> uh, the Brotum. Mm. <laughs> yeah, get myself a Brotum. A new Brotum. <laughs> So anyway, uh, let us know if you have uh, experimented with any of this stuff or any procedures you're thinking about getting. Um, The wild, the wacky, the wonderful. We'd love to hear it. Until then, happy nipping and tucking. This is Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. Speaking of spending a lot of money on nuts, Matt, have you... (laughs) Have you seen? The, I mean, that's God tier segue. Can I tell you? <laughs> yeah, go I'm on, so proud go of myself. Tell me. Speaking of spending a lot of money on nuts, did you see the lady flying a Dusseldorf who mm. bought every packet of peanuts on the plane? Right. Why? She's allergic to them, so she bought them all. Oh, <laughs> so she was she going to work a, a Eurowings flight from Dusseldorf, Germany, to London's Heathrow Airport. Her name's Leah Williams. Flying over, and on the way there, she asked the cabin people because she's had reactions on the flight when people open a packet of peanuts near her. She's having reactions. Okay, mm. this is pretty serious stuff. Anaphylaxis comes; the more serious it gets, could be could be dead. Went over, said, "Hey, I've got this thing. Do you mind not selling peanuts today?" And everyone and they were like, "Sure." Same fl- airline flight home. Airline not so accommodating. What they said. No, we will not be making announcements regarding your allergy. And went as far as saying it's against the airline's policy. So she said to them, fine, I'll buy every single package so you can't serve them. I don't care how much it is. If you're not willing to help me, then this is the only thing I could do. Oh my gosh. So she just bought them out. Yeah. Keep your friends close and your enemies closer. And so the peanuts were in her little backpack (laughs) just to make sure no one else was opening them. And the flight itself cost about a hundred bucks and she paid 280 bucks on peanuts. Oh my so. God. Imagine she's carrying around a ticking time bomb in her backpack. Yeah. 
What happens if she'd fallen over and one of the bags burst open and suddenly it's good night anaphylaxis? Um, you would see it's weird that the, that they're even serving peanuts because if you go to a daycare, like you can't, you can't go near a daycare <laughs> with a peanut these days. It'd be easy to get in a daycare with a bloody samurai sword than it would have <laughs> a packet of Nobby's nuts. <laughs> Seriously. I watched an ad with a peanut M&M in it once and then tried to pick Sophia up from daycare. They said, no, nah, <laughs> too soon. Back away. Yeah. So Keep away I'm like, from the childcare. Yeah. I mean, no, because look, okay, so according to the New South Wales Sydney Local Health District website... Peanut allergies are the most common food allergy in second most common food allergy in children, and is on the increase. By the way, there's twenty th- there's twenty percent more kids these days than just a few years ago, right? You know With why that peanut is? allergies? There's a few arguments. Do you want me to go through them? Sure. I reckon it's because the new generation's bloody snowflakes. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon that's reason number one. <laughs> Not like these old old codgers that grew up when you. Your buddy had anaphylaxis. They said, buddy. Get over it. Yeah, here we go. Here's your EpiPen filled with concrete, mate. (laughs) Toughen up. Well, they also, okay, so a a few of the arguments were were that the homes are too clean, that we are are being a little bit too protective of our little ones. That is my new excuse. (laughs) Don't want my non-existent kids (laughs) to get allergic to peanuts. Thank you. But also that. It depends on which color, which which country you come from. Who's the most allergic to peanuts? Which country? Australia has the highest rate of confirmed food allergy, according what? to the BBC.com. How'd we get number one? one? Well, it also might be because we have got medical systems set up to just be overly sure that no one's, you know, Oh, maybe more people trouble. are reporting their me- medical things. Maybe we're just better at, you know, going to see the doctor. Or it's... like you said, people, we just used to just get sick. And our parents would just be like, all right, whatever. I'm sure they'll de-swell soon. <laughs> so I don't know why, okay, but th- this is definitely happening. Mm. I got a bit of certain amount of pride. I love seeing Australia at the top of the medal tally of the Olympics. So top of the allergies list. I don't mind that. Yeah, we're Good gold. We are gold. Gold for Australia. Um, but how do you feel about uh, like an airline that just doesn't care if you die or not? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like it's, it's pretty, but I don't know. In one way, in one way, I'm like, yeah, fair enough. And in the other way, I'm like, nah, you could have done a bit more. Yeah. It's, I guess they're not selling peanuts because they want to make the money on the peanuts. If someone was telling you, look, we're actually not going to do it. It's, we're not going to stop selling peanuts just for you. You'd almost be like, step away from me now. I feel allergic because you're a peanut. <laughs> That's what you'd probably end up thinking. Yeah. And if she does get a thing, you got to bring the, you know, the bloody body bag onto the flight. You miss your next connection. It will cost you more than a few packs of peanuts. Exactly. Mm. Um, so $280 on peanuts. Uh, it's a, it's, it's cheap insurance really. When you think about it. <laughs> Was this girl, Leah Williams? Was she like the nuts she bought insulted by this decision? <laughs> Okay, wait, are we going to go here? Yeah. Because I was going to say, after she bought off all the nuts on the plane, she turned around and said, I'll cash you later, losers. Oh, man. Are we, yeah, are we going to do it? <laughs> no, I don't know. But... Well, not on my watch. <laughs> well, not on my watch. <laughs> she gets a call. Where are you now? Almond the tarmac. 
Oh dear. Oh dear. Oh dear. <laughs> I think there's. Oh, I, I don't know. I apologise. I won't be surprised if you're having an, an allergic reaction to us right now. <laughs> Now it's time for Matt O'Kine getting the brain dynamite out with a fact that he has stumbled across throughout his journeys this week. Matt, what have you been looking at? I've been having some discussions with friends recently about the differences between apartment living and house living. What's mm. your vibe on apartment living, Dyson? Because I'm imagining you grew up in a house. I did. And I was literally having a conversation as well about some friends. They visited from the country. They've got two kids live in Albury, New South Wales. And haven't given, I grew up in the country as well. I was like, yeah. And she was saying, I think I could hear, maybe did the upstairs have some kids? I think there was a bit of running around. I'm like, yeah, they do actually. And I'm like, there's growing up in the country. I can't, I can't even believe what it'd be like to live in an apartment as a child. I mean, it's yeah, but, so many people do. And but I did. It's great. And then there, you did. There you go. I did. And I loved it. Yeah. Had no problems with it at all. I mean, there wasn't like, you couldn't play in the backyard, but I was, you know, still, I was being the kid running around, yeah. annoying the net downstairs neighbor, kicking little grubbers down the hallway, diving and make tries. You just make what you, you make do with what you got. Yeah. And there's, it's not that there'd it, be any better or worse, but I'm just like, yeah, I remember coming to Melbourne. I'm like, oh my God, these kids in school uniform, they ride a tram to school. <laughs> what? Are you kidding me? <laughs> yep. It's like, again, that's exactly what I do. I used to catch the bus to school by myself every single morning, yeah. all that sort of stuff. It's there's, not just there's a school a bus, like type. a public bus. Yeah, absolutely. That's so wild. It's just, yeah, but I mean, I don't know. There's something I loved about it, mm. okay? But I was listening to a crime podcast just recently, and uh, it was involving, you know, a crime in which that had taken place in this apartment complex in India, right? Right. And the apartment, po- the, the apartment complex, the guy said, you know, there's about, you know, 15, there's about 1500 apartments in this complex and one. it housed almost like, you know, 12,000 people or something. Damn. And I was like, sorry, what? That's a lot. Cause when I grew up in my apartment building, there was like 24 apartments mm-hmm. and that was a big building back in the nineties in, mm-hmm. you know, Tuong, Brisbane. So I was like, how big is this? How is, what's the biggest then? What is the biggest... <laughs> apartment complex in the world. Yeah. So I just did a little bit of Googling. Now, there are pictures of this on Reddit. It is an apartment building called the Novi Okaville apartment complex. It's the largest single apartment building um, in St. Petersburg. Okay. So a comp- apartment complex in Russia. Yes. It, it hosts 3,708 apartments. There are 35 entrances and there are 25 floors throughout the whole thing. Okay. That's interesting because there's apartment buildings that are like skyscrapers. Yeah. With like a hundred floors. But this is even bigger than that. It's bigger than that. There's, this houses approximately 20,000 people. So, I mean, you look at. (laughs) In an apartment building. Yeah. Right. So this, the building alone is a city. Yeah. It is a city itself. So people are like you know, making up jokes about, imagine all the, you know, Wi-Fi names that would pop up at <laughs> once. 
you know, people are Pretty saying. fly for a Wi-Fi, yeah. Yeah, joking that Tinder must be popping off. You know, you got the one. Oh, you got don't even have to leave the building. Don't even have to put some shoes on to go outside. How good is that? There'd be so many people. Like, to choose from in 20,000 <laughs> residents in the apartment building. Damn. Yeah, so. Do they have, like, doctors in the building? Because in Saudi Arabia, they're building the line, which is that massive 100-kilometer-long, like, yep, city, saw that. mirrored city. Well, the, the building, according to uh, rbth.com, says uh, the building has seven grocery stores, three beauty salons, one um, beer store, a florist, whoa, a construction whoa, materials whoa, whoa. store. Hang on, hang on. One beer store? <laughs> I don't. I, it says a, 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 a Nelly Vaker. They, they'd need one next to your apartment and then one for the rest. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be that guy every time. Oh, so uh, that's, that's enough beer for me. What about everyone else? Right? <laughs> um, a florist? The florist is a weird one, I find, because mm. that doesn't scream essentials to me. But then I guess there's, you know, there'd be birthdays, there'd be... Oh, you'd be, you'd be apologizing to your neighbors constantly. <laughs> like, <laughs> I bought you some flowers because yeah, I was making noise... a bit of noise last night. <laughs> yeah, imagine the noise complaints. You got 20,000 people pissed off with you because you had a kick on at yours. Oh, no. Your idea. Well, There's a post office, three cafes, a private kindergarten, an online pickup point, a pharmacy, an outpatient hospital, a children's sports center, a pet store, children's store, a stationery store, and a computer game club. Right next to the building, there's a school, a kindergarten, a supermarket, and then a hypermarket about 500 meters away. Mind blown. Oh, blown. Well, there it is. And you can send us your own mind blowns via the matt.and.alex Instagram. Uh, get a little voice memo so we can play your wonderful voice on air. Today's mind blown comes from David and it's about Dennis the Menace. Hey, Matt and Alex. Um, I've got a mind blowing fact for you about a comic strip, Dennis the Menace. So there was actually two separate ones, one in the UK and one in the US, and they were co created completely independently from one another, but gone to print on the exact same day in 1951. So the characteristics and the way that the characters were written were completely different, but they just have the exact same name and they came out on the exact same day. So two people from different continents both thought that Dennis rhymed with menace. That'd be a cool cartoon and put it out at the same time. That is truly unbelievable. That's incredible. Is it a little bit like... When those two movies came out, there was like Ashton Kutcher and was, yeah. Mila Kunis and... Um, no Strings Attached and... Friends with Benefits. Yes. <laughs> no Strings Attached and Friends with Benefits came out. It was like Natalie Portman and Justin Timberlake or something like that. <laughs> Remember when those two movies came out at the same time? Like, what are you guys be doing? <laughs> so, that, okay, well, as this particular um, article in a site called plagiarismtoday.com... <laughs> With the headline, The Odd Case of Dennis the Menace, they've said 1951 must have been a very bad year to be named Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> Dennis was the original Karen. People of Dennis's would have been like, yeah, I'm called Dennis. Yes, I'm a menace. I get it. Please stop. Enough. Please. <laughs> anyway, thank you very much for sending that one in, David. And thank you very much to you for listening to All Day Breakfast today. It has been a whole heap of fun. We will catch you again very, very soon. In fact, tomorrow. Until then, hope you have a good one. Bye-bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex.
Ben.Alex.